Welcome to the Soul Seekers Podcast with your host, Lily. See this podcast as your source of inspiration for all things manifestation, spirituality, and adventures beyond our physical reality. My intention with this podcast is to help walk you home. We all have a beautiful story to tell, and I love deep diving into the world of spirituality because that's where our stories begin. And so see this as your great awakening to begin questioning life beyond our physical reality and start to really wake up to your soul's destiny. I'm so excited for you to be here today. My name is Lily and I am your host. I'm a manifestation coach and mentor and my company is called This Must Be It because this must be it. All the answers that you've been seeking when it comes to your purpose, your destiny, and the life you're meant to live. I have a deep love for all things spirituality, experiences, and storytelling. So if you're ready, let's walk each other home and manifest our destinies. Thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to get started. Hello, Soul Seekers. Welcome to the Soul Seekers podcast with your host, Lily. Today is a um, heavy day in the world one that we will mark in history as um, a day that the world can really publicly see what's happening because um, we have social media now. (laughs) Welcome to the Soul Seekers podcast. Today's episode is called Into the Shadows. And this episode is really talking about shadow work and how life is full of polarities and the shadow is actually something we have to face if we really do want to ascend to higher frequencies, truly transcend in this lifetime. So my name is Lily. I'm a conscious creation coach. And the reason why I shifted my name from a manifestation or calling myself a manifestation coach is really it is our level of consciousness that creates the reality that we want for ourselves. And it's actually through shadow work that really brought me to this space to understand that manifestation, spirituality, ascension, and awakening is not just rainbows and butterflies but there's a dark side to it too. But the dark side is not that scary if we actually give light to it. So today, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about shadow work and why this is so important, why this has everything to do with consciousness, and how you can get involved in really uncovering your own shadows and just loving yourself to become whole. Well, first off, I want to share a little bit about consciousness and how consciousness has everything to do with our level of awareness and what reality we create. The best way to share is through stories, as I always mention, and I believe I am a natural born storyteller. So a lot of the times in life, we have what is called our ego and very much A lot of the times our ego is that conscious side of us. That's the part of us that we are most aware of, the part of us that we see in the mirror or what we manifest in this reality. And that ego takes up about 5 to 10% of our entire being. But then there's that 90 to 95% that actually creates our entire reality that happens within our subconscious and unconscious mind. That is where our shadows live. 
And so I think back to university um, and my studying days and the classes I took. I finished school in uh, with my bachelor's of commerce in human resources. The reason why I went to human resources was I wanted to not study and just write papers. I wanted an easy way out. <laughs> and I think that I wanted to deal with people more than anything. The reason why I went to HR was not because I um, enjoyed dealing specifically with people, but it was the idea of company cultures that I really wanted to get involved in when I was really climbing the idea of the corporate ladder. Um, so culture has so much to do with paradigms. Like when we look at company cultures, we look at companies such as WestJet versus Air Canada. Both are in the same industry, but both have very different cultures. But when I was pursuing my HR career, or my HR degree, I had this idea that I really wanted to work um, my way up the corporate ladder to work in a like people and cultures role. Well, my plans really changed very quickly because I realized that to actually climb up and get into that type of role, I'd have to put in eight to 10 years in a company to get to that place. And I'm lazy guys. So I actually went into recruitment, which is very much about human psychology and actually very much about hunting and the law of attraction as well. So it's funny to think that all of this happened and how this all manifested. Um, why I share this is because our purpose in life is very much tied to the things that light us up. And so in school, it was never the HR classes that lit me up. It was all the extracurricular classes that I had to take outside of my requirements to get an HR degree. Uh, so the classes that really lit me up or that were really easy for me were calculus, which is math, but it's not just math. It's the pattern and the change when it comes to numbers. And the other class that I remember that I really enjoyed uh, was this philosophy class that I took. I believe it was Philosophy 325, um, the risk, reason, and decision-making within human psychology. And then I also really enjoyed psychology. Um, so I think about this because, you know, a part of my shadows or a part of the shadow that I did work on was that, you know, I spent four years of my life going to school to get this degree, to not even work in the job or the industry that I went to school for. This pain point for me caused quite um, the anxiety and depression because like I dedicated the time, the money, the resources to go to school, to learn the skill set that I now don't really do. But then I changed my perspective to realize that I do do it, but in my own way, under my own terms, not climbing a corporate ladder to create culture, but actually cultivating and creating the culture for people from within. I am a solo entrepreneur, and to realize I am a solo entrepreneur, I'm a soul-led entrepreneur too. And this has so much to do with like how I do my business and like the culture I'm trying to build within my work and with my clients and the programs that I create. So this uh, 
why I'm sharing this like journey through my my I guess higher education is that the things that really lit me up in university were nothing to do with my degree. There were all the extracurricular classes that I took to really understand human psychology, human decision making, and rationale. And the uh, the theories and change behind numbers. And now, as I look and I transition and I have really stepped into my purpose and my higher calling, I'm really involved in those things that lit me up in university, which were I love understanding how patterns work, right? So systems. I love learning like how human design works. I am an advocate. I love everything numerology, patterns as well, numbers as well. I loved philosophy in the sense of learning how people make decisions. Now I help people train their minds to make decisions. And then, lastly, psychology. And I do distinctly remember that when I was studying psychology, the thing or the topic within psychology, because it's so vast and so broad, is、um, when we learned about the mind, but more particularly. The mind,、um, when it came to the study of the unconscious mind or the shadow,、um, and one psychologist that I truly or like remember his work and I was very like ingrained in his, in his work was Carl Jung. He's not a psychologist; he's a psychiatrist. <laughs> But he was really well known for all topics when it came to the study of the mind, religion. Philosophy, and he constantly talked about like different personas. Like we live on different planes of like existing, and one of those planes is the shadow self. So he talks about four archetypes within his study.、He、talks about the persona, right? Like how the world sees us, and that's what our conscious mind is. That's that five to ten percent of us. The shadow, right? The shadow that we don't show the world. So that may be like the parts of us that are more guilty. May you know how we experience pleasure, how we experience our sexual being, even.、Um, he talked about the self, right? It's actually the version of ourselves that's within ourselves, right? Like there is the self. It's almost.、Um, The way I interpreted the self was actually like how we almost took a bird's eye view of ourselves and how we were presenting ourselves, but it was actually an outer body experience. And then, lastly, the other archetype I believe I can't really recall this one because it was psychology one on one, so we learned so much. But it,、uh, it's called the anima. It's the feminine or masculine side of our psyche, and how we find synergy between our masculine and our feminine. Remember, we are a combination of both. So I think back to my time in psychology and studying psychology and studying his work, and then going into mindset work, going into the work that I do with Bob Proctor. The work that I do with energy. Through the study, I really started to realize that even when we're trying to manifest what we want to create and everything, we have to go into the shadows because unless we uncover the dark, deep inner being that's within us, 
that's actually what may be blocking us from creating what we want, or it's also what is creating what we don't want. So shadow work is all about really getting in touch with that part of us that we repress, the unconscious thoughts and emotions, behaviors, patterns even. And today, I think um, I'm sharing this because it's a beautiful sunny day in Vancouver, but the world feels very dark. We can experience such polarities in life that we can actually see someone that might be the happiest, outwardly positive person, but deep down inside, they have so much inner demons that they can't face that they're scared to face because everything is energy. We have a conscious and an unconscious side to everything we do. So I love giving people this perspective that we can always change our perspective. When things are going really bad, you can change your perspective and focus on the really good. Someone may seem like they are on the surface really happy and positive, but you don't know what's happening, the trauma, the patterns, the healing that they have to do underneath the surface. And this is why shadow work is so important for growth and healing when it comes to spiritual ascension, transcendence. I always share that to actually transcend we have to descend and a lot of people don't want to go into shadow work because shadow work means triggers we are going to work on triggers and traumas and unhealed parts of us who wants to poke at a wound that is wide open but actually what's more dangerous is the things that you can't see just like black ice. You can't see it, but it is way more dangerous than ice. And just like internal bleeding, you can't see the blood coming out on the outward through a cut, but internal bleeding can cause death. So maybe this episode is a little bit darker than usual, but this is consciousness in its whole. To become the most magnetic, aligned version of ourselves, to call in all that we desire is to understand that your soul is whole. And to understand that your soul is whole is to understand that you, to be whole, must integrate your light and your dark to become whole. The holiest people, the most enlightened people, have integrated both sides. So really where shadow work comes in and why it's so important is if you do not uncover what is happening beneath the surface, that's what manifests. So I'm going to give you an example of uh, shadow work. So oftentimes we want to portray ourselves as this really positive person that's super happy for everyone. Like, oh my gosh, that person's having and creating all this success. You're like cheering them on, like saying like congratulations, all that stuff. 
but unconsciously or subconsciously what is happening is your shadows are going through the dark side like why is that never happening for me um how why am i so unworthy why am i so unlucky why can i not create this that is the shadow side so i've been doing a lot of shadow work uh in the last couple of months actually in the summertime because the summertime is when i went through like a whole revolution right like a, a like evolved into a new person because i really had to like confront my shadows like, can I be a good entrepreneur? Am I a good coach? Um, why am I doing this? Like comparing myself to others. I was like saying to myself, like, I'm not worthy of having these experiences because this, this, and this. And so actually when I started to do shadow work, I started to practice like, okay, what parts of me do I have to heal? For me, I was like looking in the mirror and knowing that I am worthy. Looking in the mirror and not judging myself from past experiences. Not attacking my own self and coming from a place of like really self-compassion and self-love. Through one of my programs called Divinely Guided, I work with people through how to get from self-awareness to self-actualization. And in this program, I actually put shadow work in the self-love category because if you love yourself enough, if you express self-love enough, you are willing to do the dirty work, the scary work, the dark work. I think this, you have to understand that to love yourself, you have to love yourself when you're broken and you have to love yourself when you're whole. That's true self-love. That's true unconditional love. But a lot of people don't want to do that work. There is in the subconscious or the unconscious mind, there is the sexual part of you, right? Some people don't want to express that to the world. But that is part of everything that we are. And so in my previous episode, I talked about the divine feminine. Actually, the divine feminine is actually the dark side. The divine masculine is the heavens. They are the heavens, um, like imagination, like very much like moving towards that goal. And actually, it's if we look at the yin and yang, it's the the yang, which is white, right? So the color of purity. But the divine feminine is actually the dark side. So it's actually the black part of the yin and yang, and that's the shadow side. That's why when I say the divine feminine is all about intuition and uh, like nurturing, we have to also nurture ourselves and inside the nurturing of ourselves is even our sexual drive. So shadow work is really interesting because this year I've been working with a feminine embodiment coach and um, it's really getting into my body, letting go of certain traumas that I might have experienced we all have them and then they become manifestations or ailments within our body. So I have a lot of tension within my hips, within my neck. I carry a lot of stress and trauma through those parts of me. We all do. 
So the more we begin to uncover the shadow work and look at where we may be feeling um, parts of us that do not feel whole, get more in tune with our intuition and our body and our sense of self, is actually the moment we become more aware, more in tuned on what we have to work with. So why am I talking about this and why it's so important is that the world is going through a manifestation of huge trauma. And history is repeating itself in on a worldwide stage. And as much as we want to give our attention to everything that is happening outside of us because it's so much easier. My urge for you, if you want to do your part, for the collective in healing, activating the divine feminine is to do the work inwards. I go through a lot of shadow work with my clients because I think it's very necessary. I feel that I have this ability to hold the light and the dark very well. And for me, I think it's necessary. People are very scared of this work, shadow work. Of course, because it's so much easier to sweep your traumas under a couch. But what you do not heal reveals itself in your physical life. So this is your reminder, maybe, that you may have to do some shadow work. Maybe you find that you are manifesting illness or ailments or even conflict in your physical life. If you create a state of awareness to see why this is manifesting, the more you become aware, the more you allow yourself to heal. Create more standards and work for you to innovate inwards so that you can create a peaceful, balanced outward. And if you are a mother you and you have not worked through your own traumas and you don't know where to start, begin looking at your children. Uh, last night we did, uh, in my membership, we did a Vedic astrology uh, session, which was like a Vedic astrology 101, but it was really like a 301 because Vedic astrology is like so, it's so advanced. Um, you can learn through your charts if trauma is being passed on to your children. And uh, this is just goes to show that everything is energy. And if you don't process the energy, right, because energy cannot be created nor destroyed, it just gets transmuted. So if you're not transmuting this energy properly, what happens is it manifests or it's passed on to your offsprings or to those that you love. This is why this work is so necessary. So really start to get uh, aware and in tune if you can't find the ailments or the uh, manifestations in yourself. Begin to look at your children, see how they're behaving, see where they may be um, creating different, different ways to like kind of examine their your awareness with them. 
and then expand your awareness to allow yourself to heal. I used to feel a lot of resistance with healing because I have a lot of masculine energy and masculine energy does not want to heal. But as I've been tapping into my divine feminine, I've been urging myself to heal. I've been doing this work for a long time now. Long time because time is linear. <laughs> so my question to you as you really start to think about this question or this like concept of shadow work is where in your life are you repressing thoughts, feelings, and emotions and behaviors? And how is that manifesting in your reality? Because if you do not heal it, it reveals itself. So my question to you is, are you ready to step into the shadow to give it light? With lots of love, Lily. All right. Thank you again for tuning into the Soul Seekers podcast with your host, Lily. Today's episode, we talked about shadow work, and this is going to be the theme for the month of March in the Conscious Collective membership. We are going to be actually doing a workshop hosted by me in the membership called Into the Shadows this month. This is a rolling membership, so if you join now, you can actually catch all the replays of the previous month as well. We're also going to be diving into human design as well as sound healing this month. So if you feel called to join the membership, whether it's one month or at one year, commit today and join the membership so that you can actually consciously create your reality by elevating your awareness. If you are a dedicated listener to the Soul Seekers podcast, use the code GIVE at the checkout to actually get 15% off any tier of membership you decide to join. I can't wait to see you inside with lots of love, Lily. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Soul Seekers podcast with Lily. It means the world to me that you've lent your soul, your ears, your presence to be here with me. And I hope more than anything that you've gotten another level of awareness through this podcast. I can't wait to continue to share this journey with you. If you haven't followed me yet, follow me on social at This Must Be Lily. And if you liked what you heard today, please feel free to like and subscribe. And if you're looking for further ways to work together, check out the link in my bio. More than anything, I hope that you have the courage to pursue the life of your dreams because your dreams are meant to be actualized. With lots of love, Lily. Thank you.